Hello and welcome to the Big Review Ski. My name's Owen and plot twist, there's Rory. <gasps> oh my God, I did not see that coming. Nobody saw it coming. And Rory, plot twist, oh my <laughs> God. we got on the show today. Oh my, well, geez, what a reveal. Um, we've got uh, M. Night Shyamalan, the writer and director of new thriller, horror, drama, parable. Uh, plot old, twist. Old, it's called. Um and also two of the stars of the movie, Alex Wolf, whom people may know from Hereditary, and Thomason McKenzie, who people may know from uh I just said the name of the film there a second ago. Can you Oh Jojo Rabbit? Jojo Rabbit and Wait. Leave No Trace. And She's no like Trace. one of those up and coming, like amazing young actors, isn't she? She's Precisely, class. yeah. Oh, and Alex Wolf was in, I think, the remake of Jumanji. Oh yeah. I think he one is of the he kids young The Rock? Maybe. Well, they swap. <laughs> Definitely, I can't remember. Do I know they they, yeah. keep, they swap so many times? It's like I don't know who's, who's in who whose anymore, body. He's here. definitely he's definitely in it for sure. But uh, yeah, so old for people who do not know is uh, Shyamalan's new movie. Do you like Shyamalan? I do. I really. I honestly do. Um, obviously. People plot twist. Oh. No one from. I just have. Sorry, I've got. I've got plot twist Tourette's here like at the hiccups, moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, that must be so annoying. Listen to this and me just repeatedly shout. I'm not going to do it again. Please don't. I'm definitely going to do it. Again. I know. Um. Listen. That's I'm a fan. I love. Uh. The Sixth Sense. I loved Signs when I saw it in the cinema. Yeah. Um. I really enjoyed Unbreakable. Like Split and Glass is like some of his more recent ones. I wasn't overly fussed on. I liked uh, the Split. I did not like Glass. Yeah, uh, and things like the village and what else? Oh, the Lady visit. The, the visit. Really, oh yeah, I wasn't overly fussed on that one as much. Oh, I love. Jeez, how could I? How could I, that's the best of the bunch. That's the amazing, <laughs> especially with Mark Wahlberg talking to a plastic plant. It's like, oh my god, you can't hear me. You're you're plastic. plastic. You're made of plastic. Fantastic. That is fantastic. So no, a lot of time from. And fortunately, um, obviously you're talking to him uh, here today. I have yes. been fortunate enough to to meet him a couple of times for various things um, in the past. And, and one of my proudest moments, you know, I haven't done much to be proud of in my life, Roar, you know that. But I'm one of my proudest moments was sure. <laughs> whenever M. Night Shyamalan, King of Twists, um, came to Dublin and I gave him a Twister ice pop oh, uh, because I thought that would, uh, like, make him happy. And I don't know if it did make him happy, but you know what, Did Roy? he eat it? it? me happy. Not in front of me. Jeez, you think, would you eat somebody that some rare <laughs> Irish boy gave you and handed to you in well, the middle I'm only of thinking a like, four-minute interview? So he put it, because you and I both know those rooms get very warm between the lights so and the cameras. Warm. And <laughs> they're small rooms and sometimes there could be four, five, six, seven people in there because there's yeah. camera people and sound recorders and assistants and blah, blah, blah. So I imagine if he didn't eat the ice cream immediately, it melted immediately. Oh, I'd say it went straight in the bin. I had it in a really like <laughs> cheap brown Fabulous. paper bag and I took it out and I think it was already half melted anyway. But listen, I got to do it, got to meet him and got to give the King of Twists a twister and uh, my work here is done. Yeah, I didn't meet him this time. He It was via Zoom and he was in Cannes because I think that's where Old is screening this week. Um. So yeah, so we chatted about his new movie, about the... Not to put too much spoiler stuff in it about the scariest scene in the movie. Um, a little bit about his time in Ireland, and also as someone who is regarded as someone who has made some of the best and most successful uh, horrors and thrillers out there. What up and coming horror thriller directors and their movies have caught his attention? Ooh. So uh, this is what he had to say about all of those topics. 
I can't wait to hear him talk about the moment that I gave him a twister. Class. That would be a plot twist if it did came up. If it did came up. Rory, <laughs> plot twist doesn't know how to talk. Plot twist. M. Knight, how are you today? I'm good, man. Good to talk to you. You too. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Um, first of all, I think this might be the most important beach since Danny Boyle's movie in the year 2000s. Um, <laughs> how did you know when you'd found the perfect beach? You know, there were so many factors that I, I, I need to have, and some of them were boring factors, like does it have an access road? Is, is there a hotel within an, within an hour of it where I could keep the crew? Some mundane stuff like that. Um, but weather patterns were important. Where was it in the, in, the, uh, in the movement of the hurricane systems? All of those things we had to take in place. But it had to be the kind of, in my head, this horseshoe uh, cove and, and, and some rock around it, rock wall. We could help with that, but it needed to have some of the rock around it. Um, and it needed to be absolutely beautiful. Like you wished that you were there so that it could turn into a nightmare. Yeah, like it, it was at the start, I was like, ooh. And at the end, I was like, oh, no, never, never going there. Um, <laughs> there are a number of scenes in this that I, I think will like will stand out in people's memories. But there's one in particular, and I'm not going to go into spoilers at all, so you can trust me on that. But it involves uh, Thomason and Alex and Abby in the cave. Yes. <laughs> and there's some there's some imagery in that. And I'm like, that's going to be with me forever. Um, <laughs> when you're directing a scene like that, do you do you have like a good instinct knowing? Yes, this is I know this is the one or this is part of the movie that people are going to remember when they go home. De- definitely. Um, that was always kind of that scene you're referencing uh, is when I wrote it, I when I thought of that ramification of time and then I was like, oh man, that could be incredibly visual. Um, if I did that and I started writing it, I knew that was going to be the, the scene, uh, that audiences were, you, you know, you get an audible gasp and everybody, and now they're just like you said, you'll, it's frozen in your mind, that image uh, of what's happening. And I remember the first time I saw it finished, I went, I, I did that in the editing room when they showed it to me. The image, I was like, oh my God, that's so <laughs> awful. <laughs> I think um, with, with your like impressive CV, I'd say there are a lot of thriller horror genre directors out there who look up to you as like a benchmark of, of, of a director who works, a writer and director and producer who works in that genre. Are there any up and coming uh, genre thriller horror directors or movies that you look at and go, they've got the stuff, they've, they've got what oh. a... That oh, countless, countless. Uh, uh, you name it. Julia Docker now who did Raw. Um, you, you name it. Robert Eggers, The Witch. Um, um, you know, you, you name it. Hereditary, Babadook. We could go down the line. All those Jennifer Kent. You know, all of those amazing voices and filmmakers that bring detail and dignity to the characters and the cinema, regardless of the fact that they're in this form of a ride. Um, so very much. I look to them for inspiration and remind me uh, of new ways to think about the genre. Fantastic. Uh, Thank you so much again for taking the time to talk to me again. And we actually met a few years ago when you visited Dublin. So you're always welcome back whenever you're up for. Oh man, I love that trip. That was the best. That was the best trip. I can't wait to go back. I had the Guinness right, right near the factory and had, had chicken fingers and I watched the game there in a bar. It was the best. So I'm, we got to do that again soon. 100%. I'll see you then. Rory? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
He didn't mention the twister. He didn't. No. I, and I didn't, because this is the first I've heard of it. <laughs> Go on your stupid next interview. Who's this one? Uh, my next one is with actor Alex Wolf, who plays one of the uh, characters on this scary beach in Shyamalan's new movie. Uh, yeah, as I mentioned, he he was in one of, if not one of the best horror movies of the last 10 years, arguably one of the best horror movies I've maybe ever seen, uh, 2018's Hereditary. Have you seen Hereditary? I'm still building up the okay, courage to go and say, yeah. just leave me alone. All right. And uh, so, yeah, so he was in that. He was Tony Collette and Gabriel, Gabriel, no, Gabriel Union, Gabriel Union. Good God, Rory. Gabriel Byrne. My, ah, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I love how you mixed up Gabriel Byrne and Gabriel Union. That is phenomenal. Yeah. So their son in, in that movie. And he is, uh, yeah, so he, he's already been working with two of the best kind of horror makers considering he's had such a kind of new-ish career um so yeah so he talks a bit about the similarities between those filmmakers especially since hereditary was ari aster's first film and uh old is you know Shyamalan's i don't know 10th or 12th movie um and yeah just some of the other aspects of this particular because it was all filmed in a pandemic did you know that? it was all filmed in the oh Dominican i didn't Republic. realize because so many of the releases obviously these days are made pre-pandemic mm. whenever you do get a chance to speak to people you're like so you made this film four and a half years ago do you remember anything about it so this was actually shot during the pandemic. so yeah they just got to go to the beach during the pandemic that's nice yeah I hope it was like, with, within their 5k well, I don't know what the rules were for the Dominican Republic. Apparently, this beach it was uh, was isolated and difficult to get to. Uh, but it is like it is a beautiful beach as well. Like it's real. It's along the lines of like Danny Boyle's the beach, where you're like, oh yeah, I can see why they picked this beach because it's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so this is Alex Wolf talking about his role and his kind of horror career to date. Rory Cashin, Joe Delay in Ireland. So Alex. nice to meet you. Oh, I want to go to Ireland so bad. Have you never been? Never been. I want to go so badly. I'm I'm gonna go soon. Okay. Well, consider this your open invitation. Uh, I love. Okay, great. <laughs> head on you over. Have an extra room? Can we plan this? Absolutely. Like, on my phone, we can book some tickets. Like 100%. And I'll tell you all the best places to hook. No, none of the touristy spots, just all the, the good places. Great. So. Yeah, I'll just go wherever you go for like two weeks. Sorted. Uh, congratulations on the movie. <clears throat> I have to commend you immediately. Uh, I think you give fantastic horror face. Uh, you, mm-hmm. do, you give a particular expression when you're like looking singularly traumatized. And I've seen it in Hereditary and I've seen it again here. And I think it is, uh, it's one of the best visual representations of horror uh, on someone's face that I've seen in a long time. So I just wanted to congratulate you oh, on that, first of you. all. <laughs> you know, I think it's, a, you know, I, I appreciate that, but I do feel like this movie is, uh, you know, I, I hope that people can look above horror. I think horror is an unbelievable genre, and I think in Hereditary, it really applies. I just think with this movie, it's not quite horror. So so I, I love that, but I think that with this movie, it's a little more of a philosophical drama if I were to brand it as something. Oh, sure. Like, I think there's, like, you. there's going to be essays and people are going to be picking apart what does that scene mean, what does that sentence mean. Yeah. Like, there, it, there's it, there's so many levels to it. And, uh, like, appreciatively, yes, there there is going to be a lot of thought behind everything that Shyamalan does. But 
he uh he is a fantastic kind of roller coaster director he does give you those peaks and drops of like okay we're settling down for emotion and up here we're terrified um and right. in there's one scene in particular in this film that i think is going to stick with me forever uh and i'm not going to get into spoiler territory but it involves yourself in the cave and yeah. there's, there's some imagery in that that i'm like that's with me now forever because that is yeah. scary stuff um when you're preparing for a scene like that like what 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 i guess going to your head like what do you how are you preparing for that? Well, I think it's, a, a, you know, again, it's really, um, this movie is really uh, in the, in the vein of something like Kiraneku or um, Kiraneku. I keep my New York accent keeps going Kiraneku, um, uh, Kiraneku or, um, or Ugetsu or, or Persona or something, you know, these, these, these things that have horrific elements to it, but, but it's really more a, tragedy among these people and so i think it was approaching it like that yeah like it's like i said that is it is uh scorched into my memory now i think forever um but when because you worked with ari on hereditary and it was his first uh kind of his first feature film and then when you're working with a director like Shyamalan, and he he does have this track record for being a fantastic genre director like do do, do you notice from an actor's perspective, any similarities between 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 people who are great in this genre? Yeah, I mean, again, I really feel like this is a totally different genre from that one. I feel like Ari is amazing and really made like a, a great horror movie that's gonna stand the test of time. I just really feel this is like a whole different approach. So it was just like an entirely different school of thought is, is is so it was a kind of felt just very very different but i kind of get how maybe there's a way to lump them together but i i i feel that it, it was it was just very they were both so different and on different ends of the spectrum like this is more like a bergman blockbuster is what we've been calling it and that's that's kind of how more what i what i feel it is fantastic alex thank you so much for taking time to talk to me today and i will see you uh for the irish holiday Oh, yeah, I'll see you soon. <laughs> see you Clean then. the house. Absolutely. And last but not least, who have we got, Roy? Thomasin McKenzie, who, as you rightfully pointed out at the top of this uh, recording session on Doherty, that uh, was in Leave No Trace, a fantastic drama from, I think, 2018, 2019, somewhere in there. And she was in uh, Jojo Rabbit, with, uh, which was directed by Taika Waititi, which was a big Oscar magna. Uh, two years mm-hmm. ago, I think. Um, and she'll next be seen in Edgar Wright's horror movie uh, Last Night in Soho. Oh, very cool. Now, I know recently, if you go back and listen to a recent episode of The Big Review when I was talking to the director, no, the producer and the star of The Forever Purge, I called Ana de la Reguera the uh, Scream Queen of 2021 because she was in The Forever Purge and she was in Army of the Dead. But... I think I'll have to dethrone her because uh, I have really yeah, because it was only like last week. I know, but like it's not it's not every year that you encounter people who are in some of the biggest horror movies in the same year. So Thomas McKenzie is in this and Last Night in Soho, and you and I have been very excited about Last Night in Soho for a while. Back yep, when, yep, yep. when I chatted to as uh, a Christy. Cairns, who wrote 1917. Oh, yes, of course. And got a little line of her on this film. And we both love Edgar Wright stuff as well, because uh, he's such a fantastic director. 
So yeah, so um, she talks a little bit about that, a little bit about working with Edgar Wright and the, the comparisons between him and Shyamalan, and also just uh, working on some of the scary scenes in Old as well. Thomason, how are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? I'm really good, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to talk to me today. First of all, between this and last night in Soho, I think this might officially make you the screen queen of 2021. <laughs> I think you might just be that's, like <laughs> that's a, a title to hold. I don't think I don't think I'm deserving of that, but thank you. I think I think like you've got two big horrors, two two horrors that people are very excited about seeing. So I think I want to bestow that crown upon you, Scream Queen 2021. Congratulations. <laughs> it fits so perfectly. Um knowing M. Night Shyamalan, knowing the 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 kind of films that he makes. Uh, how difficult is it when you receive that script not to jump to the last page to see if he has done one of his famous plot twists? Um, it's, I mean, I, I'm never one to want to like give away what's or kind of give away what's going to happen in the story or like, I don't know. I just, I think if it's a good script, it's going to make you just like be really present and just like devouring the the script as a whole as it should be and not kind of picking out kind of pieces or or splitting it up and then put trying to put it back together or whatever um so I didn't I did not have that desire to see to see the ending before before the time was right um I kind of did it very chronologically um yeah (laughs) Oh, congrats. I think you've got a uh, better self-control than I would because I would want to know if he's done one of his famous twists or not. Um, <clears throat> not to, I don't want to spoil anything, obviously, um, but I think you're involved in this movie's scariest scene. Uh, ah. It's yourself, Alex and Abby in the cave. Oh, yes. Yeah. I was freaking out. Uh, really? during that scene yeah. I was I was like properly like I, I'm not sure if I can continue looking because I could kind of like it's one of those scenes where you, your imagination is filling in stuff that you're not seeing and, and then yeah. Shamala is giving glimpses of it when you're doing a scene that intense did you know at the time that you're like this is gonna this is gonna be the one people are talking about um no I think because when you're actually filming um scenes like that or filming horror films or just even if it's a drama but there's some really in, in, intense stuff that the character is going through um oftentimes and this isn't always the case but if there's like stunt stuff and if it's very technical that's what you're kind of focusing on like you're giving the emotional performance and during the take you're 100% there but you also have to think okay I don't want to actually punch this person in the face so how do I like kind of you know do it in a way that is safe but give the emotional intensity there are just so many things you're kind of thinking about at the same time um so and even when I watched old for the first time or when I watched last night in Soho for the first time I knew what was I knew pretty much exactly what was going to happen. So I, I was anticipating everything. So um, I didn't feel, I don't know, I wasn't watching it or experiencing the horror like you might have been when you had no idea what was going to happen. Um, but I'm happy to hear that that you were, that you got the scare factor there. <laughs> no, absolutely. Like I think that scene in particular, it's like it's, it's kind of scorched into my mind a bit as like one of the best horror scenes I've seen of the year. So, oh, wow. Uh, it's, it was it was fantastic. Um, and just just to finish up, like when you're working with 
horror icons like Shyamalan, when you're working with a genre, uh, like a brilliant genre director like Edgar Wright, do you, does it feel different working with directors who are so brilliant in this genre? Do you know, like you're in very safe hands when they're making horror movies like this? I think there is a sort of pressure because you know that they have a reputation um, for being amazing at what they do. So you don't want to, you know, you want to, you want to do a good job so that you can, um, so you don't let them down, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think they're very, I don't know, I think to be able to pull film, films like old or like um, the films, amazing films that Edgar does, in order to be able to pull them off, you have to be very specific in what you do. Um, and they both had the kind of whole story in their minds. So um, and you don't always have the big picture as an actress or an actor because you're um, kind of more focused on on giving on a, giving a good performance. So you, it is important to be able to rely on them to um, I don't know, just like have the whole film in in mind rather than just your scenes and being able to fit it for it all to make sense together. Um, rather than separately, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's being a part of the bigger machine and then just understanding yes. that they they know exactly what they're doing. Thomason, yes. thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Uh, Crown you. still looks great, and best of luck <laughs> with uh, everything else going forward. Thank you. Nice to talk to you. You too. There you have it, Thomas and McKenzie, Alex Wolf, and the one and only M. Night Shyamalan. Roy, excellent work as ever. Oh, thank you. That's very nice of you to say. Or is that a plot, plot twist? twist? Yeah. I didn't mean the compliment. Okay. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you silly fool. You took the compliment. You got me. I really enjoyed you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, uh, for listening today. Please do subscribe to the show. And don't forget, you can go back and check out all our TBR Spotlight episodes. We've just finished our look back and deep dive and breakdown of Loki on Disney Plus, so if you're a Marvel fan, you'll love that. And there's loads of other interviews for you to go back and check out as well. So thank you, Rory, as ever. Thank you. Thank you, Sound Paul and Sound. Rude. Oh, I forgot he doesn't he doesn't, <laughs> doesn't even... wouldn't it be a plot twist right now if he said thank you? I guess it would have been, yes. <laughs> Okay, and thank you to everybody for listening. We'll see you next time. Plot twist. No, we both see you next time. Thank you. Oh, (gasps) it was Bruce Willis the whole time. (laughs) 